What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you write the script. Hey, I'm your host, Mark, and joining me, we got Christian. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, it's going so good. I got a little rain in the background, so if you hear it pitter-pattering, just mind your own business. (laughs) This is my rain. This is my rain. Uh, But, you know, what you can pay attention to is this cool 40k short story that we're about to read. It seems like it's about Eldar Harlequins. When I opened up the email, he did have some sweet painted minis and stuff and like a lot of conversions too. Yeah, like really good. Like it's a 10 out of 10 paint job, 10 out of 10 conversion work. They're nice, nice models. Maybe we'll come back and talk a little more about the details of the model once we read the story and then it'll make a little more sense. But yeah. All right, let's jump into it. Yanark the Undying by Cornell. Flashteeth Git Gobla was the first to find the dead pointy ears. His jaw goes slack, and he rubs his hands together with an avaristic glee as he spots them from the saddle of his death bike. He roars in giddy exultation and unleashes a deafening barrage of Daka into the air from his shooter. Boys, we got some looting to do! The exhilarated cheering echoes all around him as it is taken up by the entire speed wah. The thunderous stampede of ramshackle trucks, buggies, trikes, and battle wagons seem to held together by duct tape, gigantic rivets, and sheer luck. They turn, several at a time, in total disorder, careening into the ricocheting off one another amid obscuring clouds of thick, oily smoke and an almost literal wall of sound. A few Gretchen and one unlucky boy tumble from their crow's nests and gunners mounts and are promptly crushed into the arid dust in their haste. The bloody battlefield before them is a charnel house of horrors. Slain orcs lie butchered and crisped amid flashy pointy ears, sprawled about in front fantastically deep purple and turquoise livery. Each pointy ha- each pointy has a bone white mask affixed to their face. Cunnin, lucky, and dead flash teeth muses. The orc convoy rumbles to a stop, and the boys leap from their vehicles, hooting and cheering. The exuberant Xenos excitedly hop over the many corpses and begin looting all their fancy gubbins and flash vehicles. Flash Teeth runs to the flashest rocket bike in his eyeline and starts tearing off pieces and chucking them over to the saddle of his death bike. A grot attempts to pry a flashy gubbin from the bike 
and Flash T flies into a rage. Oi, that's mine! The terrified Git tries to pull himself away, only for Flash Teeth to grab him by the ankles and repeatedly smash him off the bike until his face is just a pulpy mess. Flash Teeth Gitgobla raises the grot in front of him and bites down hard, tearing off his head in his jaws and tossing the limp body amid the corpses. He chews noisily atop the crashed bike, a self-satisfied smirk forming around his working jaws as he looks onto the battlefield. Smoke swirls and fires burn as the orcs and Gretchen paw about the scrap heaps. Several fights break out over the flashiest prizes. The flash teeth gazes out of the smoke, drifts aside his pupils dilate as he spots the choicest prize of all. An ornate throne of ebony and ivory rests amid the blasted wasteland. Atop it reclines an especially fancy harlequin in a skull mask, almost languid in death. Flickering, half-seen, holographic ghosties circle above, drawing the eye. And in his lap rests the biggest, fanciest shooter Flash Chief has ever seen. An oversized bone-white shuriken cannon with a wicked sharp scythe affixed to its barrel. Flash Chief stumbles toward the shooter in a slack-jawed haze. Around him, other boys begin to close in on the throne, eyes agleam with greedy desire. Flash Chief notices them with an angry spark of icy irritation. A few steps ahead, Speed Boss Gitsmacka postures aggressively and roars. Oi, all of you bits, back off! This is my loot! The other orcs don't even hesitate. All ordinary def def deference to their war boss evaporates instantly. A full six of them leap at him, snarling and feral. Thick ropes of saliva fly from Gitsmacka's top knob's jowl as his head is snipped from his neck by an oversized power claw. Another bites deep into his ankle, and a hurricane of big shoot of fire obliterates everything below his neck. Several stick bombs explode at the war boss's feet, tearing into his lower limbs. Now dozens of orcs begin charging at their chief, smelling an opportunity for glory. Flash Chief sees the opportunity also, but he's more cunning. He's a more cunning git, and crouches behind a wrecked pointy-ear skimmer, waiting for the perfect time to strike. Even Grotz join the growing carnage, stabbing at the ankles of their larger brethren, and gathering scattered teeth as a melee breaks out. And still, Flash Teeth hides. The growing Y energy overwhelms all rational thought, and devoid of any other living targets, the orcs turn on one another. And still, Flash Teeth hides. Blood, teeth, and severed limbs are flung from the growling brawl. A roaring din of screeching chainswords, motors, scraping Grotz, and growling orcs builds. It seems almost alive in its malevolence. And still, Flash Chief hides. Finally, the dust settles. Atop a pile of Orc and Gretchen corpses, Big Boss Gitsmacka stands, immobile, slack-jawed and dead-eyed. He is held upright, impaled, groin to sternum, on his own boss pole. The decapitated Orc who delivered the final blow still clenches the pole in his rigor mortis tans. Gitsmacka's blood oozes from a dozen wounds that would have ended any lesser being. Exhilarated, Flash Chief pulls himself upright and guffaws heartily at having survived where the others didn't. Flash Chief sights the big shooter with the flash chopper still resting in the lap of the dead pointy ear on the flickering throne. Drooling, he picks his way over the corpses, eyes fixed on his prize. When he feels something bite deep into his calf, Flash Chief pauses to stomp the expected tiny git's face into paste 
only to see that all the grots at his feet have already been torn apart. Puzzled, he looks back up, staring down the barrel of a big shooter. His eyes lock with a pair of piercing icy blue sparks now visible in the depths of the skull mask's eye sockets. Flash Teeth is immediately locked in place, transfixed by those merciless orbs. He is paralyzed by an overwhelming, all-obliterating fear, an inescapable knowledge of his own mortality, and his inevitable, inescapable doom, followed by overwhelming dread of the emptiness that will follow. Flash Teeth scrabbles backwards, Gripping a sharpened piece of scrap in his clutching palm, he begins frenziedly stabbing with it over and over, repeatedly plunging the jagged hand-spun wafer-thin discus of metal deep into his chest in desperation to escape the mind-numbing horror. There's barely perceptible flicker of motion, and suddenly, Flash Teeth's confused perspective flips end over end before coming to rest upside down against a bone-dry-hard pan. As Flash Teeth's eyes helplessly dart about, the broken-bodied harlequins around him begin to silently rise up as one, jagged wounds dissolving out of existence and seemingly dislocated limbs clunking back into place, grinning masks of frozen hilarity locked upon their faces. They silently move among the piled-up work and Gretchen corpses. They bend low and down. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Delicately pluck razor-edged shurikens from them, each coated with an iridescent film of some unidentified neurotoxin. Horrified, Flash Chief realizes that the full scale of the destruction brought to bear on their speed walk. Not a single orc or Gretchen remained standing. This was no ordinary clan squabble. Their rage had been frenzied, unmoderated, and choreographed. And many were killed cleanly by wounds no Orcus Choppa or Daka could make. The bee-thrown skull-masked Reaper stirs from his languid, deathly repose. And in an instant, too fast to flow, follow, it is upright. Its scythed shuriken cannon braced against the arm of its throne. The throne levitates clear of the dry dirt and quietly rises into the air to hover, a few feet off the ground. Soundlessly it turns and silently floats away, wreathed in suddenly vibrant death-masked spirits. A single harlequin bends down and issues a single parting remark, before casually strolling away as Flash Teeth's vision fades, his body racked by throes of silent laughter. You wouldn't get the joke. Wow, that was a cool story. Yeah, that was uh, well written. Yeah, interesting. It, um, it was interesting. Like normally, when you read orc stories, um, they can sometimes get so orky where it's like every other word you're trying to add some fucking thing orc to speech. Yeah, where this one it was so descriptive, but it had just enough of that right orkiness in the dialogue where you still got that flavor but like yeah no that's that was fantastic it's well written man um mr cornell if you are indeed a mister 
you are an artist both with words and with your uh, miniatures, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so this story is basically so about like uh, a bunch of dead Harlequin spirits, essentially, by the sounds of it. I don't know if they are. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, I got the impression that it was like an illusion, like mm. using their um, their hollow. I forget what they call their holographic technology. Technology. Okay, sure. You appear dead. However, um, it does describe the throne as having like the spiritual essence around it. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the model, the models definitely like use the uh, forget what they call these guys, these ghosts. Yeah, but like uh, yeah, the AOS ghost models, and they're swirling around, and there's like the like night haunt ghosts. Robes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know if they're supposed to be. Yeah, like are they are they illusions or are they like actually manifesting some kind of spirits? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, it, but yeah, I, I like the idea that it's just illusions. Yeah, because this guy is clearly a powerful psych or whatever it is. Like you know, the orc was kind of after the battle was like, whoa, that was like no battle I've ever seen. The orcs went crazy, so there was some type of like bloodlust instilled in them through all this. Yeah. Um, other cool little details is the uh, using neurotoxins in the shurikens. Um, I picked up on that detail. It's really cool because orcs are super tough, and elder weapons tend to be pretty dainty. So you would think you'd have to, you'd need like lots of firepower to take down an orc. Yeah. But they're using neurotoxins in their in their shurikens to neutralize the orcs quicker. Yeah, which that's is a cool, very cool. cool little detail. Yeah. Um. It's also cool that the perspective, like this guy's warband are the Elder Harlequins. Yeah. Um, but the story is mostly from the perspective of their enemy, which is really cool too. Yeah, like uh, I just imagine you could swap out, you know, you could do this from a Tau perspective and the end of the story would be the exact same right down to you wouldn't get the joke, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I love it. It's a cool way to finish it off yeah <laughs> man i hope you submitted this to black library for one of the writing contests maybe we'll see you publish in the book yeah yeah no it was fantastic uh yeah. one of my favorite lines is just yeah like you said he's so good with the words but then when he was describing uh orc technology it's like uh held together with duct tape gigantic rivets and sheer luck <laughs> yeah. also spelling luck with two k's yeah yeah it's like orcish luck yeah just the right amount of orcish kind of wording in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, man. 10 out of 10. Uh, do you want to talk about the models a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a couple jet bikes, and he has a couple harlequins, and he has that kind of ghost throne spirit guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up that model. I forget what he's called. Yeah. I think he's like the, some kind of betrayer. Um, yeah, but all the harlequins have like skull skull faces skull masks yeah uh, and they have this bone bone theme through them uh, yeah so they yeah they, they have like very strong un undead vibes um the jet bikes have really beautiful um like phoenixes and looks like planets some deers uh, like, running like really like three-handed yeah yeah it looks really fantastic i wish i wish there was a visual component to this so we could just show them yeah. They're, they're absolutely well painted. The color scheme is that tor turquoise, purple. How do you say torque? Torque turquoise? Yeah. Turquoise? Yeah. Turquoise, purple. Yeah, no, they're absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Gorgeous. 
Yeah, it's crazy. The, the the more you look at them, even though there's only six models here, like there's just so much detail, even just in the painting. Like, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Some of the models have size instead of like spears and like, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, sorry, so the centerpiece of the model and centerpiece of the story, that like dead uh, looking Harlequin with the, uh, what is it, a Reaper? Yeah. Reaper cannon. Reaper. So it's based off the Kurdos Valanchian, the Craven King model. So if you imagine that with some heavy conversion work. Um, yeah, and then ghosts flying absolutely. around with like the death masks on them. Yeah, and then this like black and white color scheme that goes throughout along with the blues and purple hues. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Undead theme going on. Um, so this is one thing we didn't really talk about. And normally we talk about how stupid it is that there's things in 40k that just can't die. And like, this one's an interesting because I feel like he did a very good job because he didn't like explain how they're coming back from the dead. Like, this could be some weird warp spirit. This could be like an infinity circuit built into the throne. Like, there's so, so many ways that he could do it without having said it being done yeah yeah well, and exactly right like it's kind of left up into interpretation is this like technology or is this magic yeah is this are they truly like undead spirits or are they trying to use that as kind of like their image that they yeah. project outward and kind of like represent right and it's all just were they truly dead or is that how they is that how they sneakily attack their enemies yeah no very cool so i think like that was probably one of my favorite ways. Normally I bitch and whine for sure about like undying creatures, but very nice. But they're also canon too. So like if someone, as much as you dislike them and I dislike them, if they exist in the lore, they exist. In yeah. Them. Hey man, I've even accepted Primaris Marines as uh, much as I don't like them. As the one true space Marine, yes. <laughs> as the one true space. Oh my God. Okay, well, uh, Thanks for submitting the lore. If you guys have lore that you want to submit, uh, you can submit it to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to go over to the Patreon and submit a dollar to Lorehammer Listener Lore. Uh, thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.